Alright, chapter 4, The Keeper of the Keys. In the introduction, one of my favorite characters of all time. Boom! They knocked again. Till they jerked awake. Where's the cannon? He asked stupidly. There was a large crash behind them, and Uncle Vernon came skidding into the room. He was holding a rifle in his hands. Now they knew that what the long, thin patches had been he. Who's there? He shouted. I warn you, I'm armed. There was a pause. Then, smash! The door was hit with such force that it swung clean off its hinges and, with a deafening crash, landed flat on the floor. A giant of a man was standing in the doorway. His face was almost completely hidden by the long, shaggy mane of hair and the wild, tangled beard. You make it his eyes, glinting like black beetles under all that hair. The giant had squeezed his way into the hut, stooping so that his, stooping so that his head just brushed the ceiling. He bent down, picked up the door, and fitted it back easily onto the frame. The noise of the storm outside dropped a little. He turned and looked at them all. Couldn't make us a cup of tea, could ya? Not been an easy journey. He strode to the sofa where Diddley, where Diddley, I'm calling him Diddley from now on, where Dudley sat frozen with fear. Wedge up, you great lump, said the stranger. Dudley squeaked and rang to hide behind his mother, who was crouching, terrified behind Uncle Vernon. And here's Harry, said the giant. He looked into the fierce, wild, shadowy face and saw that the beetle eyes were crinkled into a smile. Last time I saw ya, you was only a baby, said the giant. You look a lot like your dad, but you've got your mom's eyes. Uncle Vernon made his funny, rasping noise. I demand that you leave at once, sir, he said. You're breaking and entering. Ah, oh, shut up, Desley the Great Bruin. I wonder if he should have an, a Scottish accent. Oh, no. Said the giant. He reached over in the back of the sofa, jerked the gun out of Uncle Vernon's hand, bent it into not so easily after it were made of rubber, and threw it into the corner of the room. I wish I could do that, like, in our convenience. Just walk in and just bend all the guns into low knots and just leave. Like, see y'all. Oh, my bad. I'm not supposed to do a political commentary. Oh, well. Uncle Vernon made another funny noise, like a mouse being trodden on. Anyway, Harry, said the giant, running, turning his back on the dirties. A very happy birthday to you. Got something for you. Here, I'm going to sound on at some point. Oh, it tastes all right. Inside a pocket of a black and he pulled a slightly squashed box. Harry opened it with trembling fingers. Inside was a large sticky chocolate cake with happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, Harry, written in it on green icing, written on it in green icing, not written in it on green icing. Okay, my bad. Harry looked up at the giant. He meant to say thank you, but the words were lost on the way to his mouth, and what he said said was, who are you? Wait a minute. Who are you? Sorry, meme. The meme me come out comes out every once in a while. Who are you? The giant chuckled. True. Have I introduced myself? Rubrius Haggard. I'm butchering these words so horribly. Rubrius Hat. Huh. Rubius Hat. I'm saying it only. I'm sorry. Rubius Hagrid. Keeper of the keys and grounds at Hogwarts. He held out an enormous hand and shook Harry's whole arm. 
What about that tea, eh? About the tea, eh? Let me go take a cup of tea. Eh? He's he's Canadian now. That's how it works. He said, rubbing his hands together. I'd not say, I'd not say no to your son stronger if you got that in mind. His eyes fell on the empty grate of shriveled chip bags and, and snorted. Bent over the fireplace, they couldn't see what he's doing. When they drew back a second later, there was a roaring fire there. Filled the whole damp hut with flickering light. Harry felt the warmth rush over him as, you know, as though he'd sunk into a hot bath. I haven't had like a warm bath in forever. I haven't had a bath. Like, I always just took showers. Like, baths are just people soup. This giant sat back down on the sofa, which sagged under his weight, and began taking all sorts of things out of his pockets of his coat. Copper kettle, copper kettle, a squashy package of sausages, poker, a teapot, shallow chipped mugs, and a bottle of some amber liquid that he took from his soup from before starting to make the tea. Sounds like my pockets, honestly. That's why I love hoodie season. I can just have so many pockets. I could probably fit like half my room in my pockets. Soon the hut was full with the sound and smell of sizzling sausage. Nobody said a thing while the giant was working. He slid the first six fat juicy, slightly burnt sausages from his pocket. Dudley fidgeted a little. Uncle Vernon said sharply, Don't touch anything he gives you, Dudley. The giant chuckled darkly. The giant chuckled darkly. <laughs> Your great puddin' son don't need no fat anymore. There's like, don't worry. He passed sausages to Harry, who was so hungry he had never tasted anything so wonderful. He still couldn't take his eyes off the giant. Finally, as nobody seemed to explain anything, he said, I'm sorry, I still don't really know who you are. The giant took a gulp of tea and wiped his mouth with the back of his hand. Call me Agrid, he said. Everyone does. And like I told you, I'm keeper of the keys of Hogwarts. You know all about Hogwarts, uh, of course. No, said Harry. Hagrid looked shocked. Sorry, Harry said quickly. Sorry, barked Hagrid, turning to stare at the Dursleys, shrink back into his shadows. It's them who should be sorry. I knew you wasn't getting your letters, but I never should. Never wouldn't even know you. Oh, well, let me like really go back up before I butcher anything else. It's them that should be sorry. I knew you weren't getting your letters, but I never thought you wouldn't even know about Hogwarts crying out loud. Did you ever wonder where your parents are landed from? Or oh, what? asked Harry. Oh, what? Hagrid thundered. Now wait just one second. He had left his feet, and his anger seemed to fill the whole hut. The Dursleys were cowering against the wall. Do you mean to tell me? He growled at Dursleys. And this boy, this boy, knows nothing about anything? Harry thought this was going a bit far. He had been to school after all, and his marks weren't bad. I know some things, he said. I can, you know, do math and stuff. Sounds like the American education system. The Hagrid simply waved his hand and said, About our world, I mean, your world, my world, your parents' world. What world? Hagrid looked as if he was going to explode. Dursley, he boomed. Uncle Vernon, who'd gone very pale, whispered something that sounded like, Mimble, Wimble. Hagrid stared wildly at Harry. 
You must know about your mom and dad. I mean, they're famous. You're famous. What? My, my mom and dad weren't famous, were they? You don't know. You don't know? Hagrid ran his fingers through his hair, fixing Harry with a bewildered stare. You don't know what you are? He said finally. Uncle Vernon found his Uncle Vernon suddenly found his voice. Stop, he commanded. Stop right there, sir. I forbid you to tell any, the boy anything. A braver man than a braver man than Vernon Dursley would have quailed under the fury still Hagrid given now. When Hagrid spoke, his every symbol trembled with rage. You never told him. You never told him what was in the letter. Dumbledore left one. I was there. I saw Dumbledore leave it, Dursley. And you've kept it from all these years? Kept what from me? said Harry eagerly. Stop! I forbid you, said Uncle Vernon in panic, and pretending to give a gas order. Uh, good boy, your heads, both you. Harry! You're a wizard. I'm a what? There was silence inside the hut. All you see in the whistling wind could be heard. I'm a what? Gasped Harry. A wizard, of course, said Hagrid, sitting back down on the sofa. Oh, my neck. Oh, my neck. Ah. And had said a wizard, of course, said Hagrid, sitting back down on the sofa, which groaned and sank even lower. A thumb good one, I'd say, once you've been trained up a bit. With mom and dad like yours, what else would you be? I reckon it's about time you read your letter. Harry stretched out his hand at last to take the yellowish envelope, addressed in green emerald, emerald green to Mr. H. Potter, the floor, on the rock, the sea. Wow, they got everything down, okay? Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Headmaster, I'm... Um, I'm going to butcher so much. Ah, so tired. Headmaster Albus Dumbledore, Order of Merlin, first class, ground seat, ground, grand sorcerer here. It's kind of dark in here. Chief Warlock, Supreme Mugwump, International Confederation of Wizards. Dear Mr. Potter, we are pleased to inform you that you have been accepted to Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Please find a closed list of all necessary books and equipment. Terms begin on September 1st. We wait your out by no later than July 31st. Yours sincerely, Minerva McGonagall, Deputy Headmaster. Questions exploded inside. Harry's head... Questions exploded inside Harry's head like fireworks. And he couldn't decide which one to ask first. After a few minutes, he stammered. What does this mean? They wait my owl? <coughs> I'm really stressing my voice. Galloping Gorgons, that reminds me, said Hagrid, clapping a hand to his forehead with enough force to knock over a cart horse. And from yet another pocket inside of his overcoat, he pulled in an owl. A real live, rather tough, ruffled looking owl. A long quill and a roll of parchment. With his tongue between his teeth, he scribbled a note that Harry could read upside down. Dear Professor Vergano, dear Professor Dumbledore, given Harry's letter, taking it to buy his things tomorrow. Well, that's horrible. Hope you're well, Hagrid.
such a good person. I love him so much. Like, Hagrid is... Hagrid is pure bean. Hagrid rolled up the note, gave it to the owl, which clamped it in his beak, went to the door and threw the owl into the storm. <laughs> then he went back and sat down as though this was normal as talking on the telephone. He realized his mouth was open and closed it quickly. Where was I, said Hagrid. But at the moment, Uncle Vernon, still ashen-faced, but looking very angry, moved into the firelight. He's not going, he said. Hagrid grunted. Luckily, I'm a great muggle. I guess stop him. He said, what? Said Harry, interested. A muggle, said Hagrid. It's what we call non-magic folk like them. And it's your bad luck you grew up in the family of biggest muggles I have ever laid eyes on. We swore when he took him in that we'd put a stop to that rubbish. Swore we'd stamp it out of him. Wizard indeed. You knew, said Harry. You knew I'm a, a wizard? Knew, shrieked Aunt Petunia suddenly. No, of course we knew. How could you not be? My dreaded sister being what she was. Oh, she got a little just like that and disappeared off to that, that school and came home every vacation with the pockets full of frog spawn, turning teacups into rats. I was the only one to see her, which for she was a freak. But for my mother and father, oh no, it was literally this and literally that. They were proud of having a witch in the family. I wonder what my family thinks about me being a witch. I don't know. She stopped to draw a breath and then went ranting on. It seemed like she had been wanting to say this for years. Then she met that. Potter at school, and they left and got married and had you. And of course, I knew you'd be just the same. Just as strange, just as, as abnormal. And then, if you please, she went and got herself blown up, and we landed with you. Where am I? Oh, okay. Here he gone very white. As soon as he found his voice, he said, Blown up? You told me they died in a car crash. A car crash? roared Hagrid jumping up so angrily that the Dursley scuttled back to the corners. How could a car crash kill Lily and James Potter? It's an outrage, a scandal. Hey, Potter, not knowing his own story, when even Ken Norrell knows his name. But why? What happened? Harry asked urgently. The anger faded from Hagrid's face. He looked suddenly anxious. Never expected this, he said in a low, worried voice. I, I had no idea. Dumbledore said that it might be trouble getting hold of you. How much you didn't know, uh, Harry. I don't know if I'm not the right if I'm the right person to tell you, but someone's gotta. You can't go off to Hogwarts without knowing. He threw a dirty look at the dirty face. Well, it's best if you know as much as I can tell you. I and mean, I can't tell you everything. It's a great mystery part of it. Sat down, stared in the fire for a few seconds, and then said, "Again, I suppose with." With a person called. It's incredible you don't know his name. Everyone in our world knows. Who? Well, I don't like saying the name between helping. No one does. Why not? Gulping gargoyles, Harry. People are so scared. Flying, this is difficult. See, there was this wizard who went bad. As bad as you could go. Worse. Worse than the worst. His name was. Haggard gulped. The words came out. Could you write it down? Harry suggested. Nah. Can't spell it. All right, Voldemort. Hagrid shuddered. Don't make me say it again. Anyways, this, this wizard about 20 years ago now started looking for followers. Gotten two. 
Some were afraid. Some just wanted better powers because he was getting himself power, right? Dark days, Harry. Didn't know who to trust. Didn't dare get friendly with strange wizards or witches. Terrible things happened. He was taken over. Of course, someone stood up to him and killed everyone. Him. Horribly. One of the only places safe left was Hogwarts. Reckon Dumbledore is the only one you know he's afraid of. Dare tried to take him the then Terror tried taking school. Not just then, anyways. No, your mom and dad were as good a witch and wizard as I ever knew. Headborn girl at Hogwarts a bit egg. Suppose the mystery is why you know who never tried getting them on the side for. Probably knew they were too close to Dumbledore to want anything to do with the dark side. No, just I imagine Voldemort doing his best. That's precious. Many James join the dark side. All right, I'm I'm back. Wrong fandom. Maybe he thought he could persuade him. Maybe he just went out of the way. All I want to know is he turned up to the village where you was all living. Halloween 10 years ago. He was just a year old. He came to your house and... And Hagrid suddenly pulled out a very dirty spotted handkerchief and blew his nose that with a sound like a foghorn. Sorry, but it's that sad. You knew your mom and dad and nice people couldn't find anyway. You know who killed him, and, and, and this, this is the real mystery of the thing. He tried to kill you, too. Wanted to make a clean job of it, I suppose. Or maybe just liked killing by then. But you couldn't do it. Never wondered, ever, never wondered how you got that mark on your forehead? It's no ordinary cut. That's where you get when that powerful evil curse to touches you. Take care of your mom and your dad, and your house, even. Well, it didn't work on you, and that's why you're famous, Harry. No one ever lived after he decided to kill him. No one except you. And he'd kill someone with the best witches and wizards of the age. The McKinnons, the Bones, the Perrettes. And you was only a baby, and you lived. Something very painful was going on in Harry's mind. As Hagrid's story came to a close... He saw a blinding little flash of green light, more clearly than I ever remember before. And again, something else. For the first time in his life, a high, cold, cruel laugh. Hagrid's watching him sadly. Took you from the ruined house myself, Dumbledore's orders. Brought you to this lot. Load of old tosh, said Uncle Vernon. Harry jumped. He had almost forgotten that the dirty slits were there. Uncle Vernon seemed to have gotten back his courage. Oh, excuse me. Talking so fast, making myself burp. He was glaring at Hagrid as Finch were clenched. Clenched. Butchering so many words. Y'all can't even listen, I bet. Now you listen here, boy. I said there's something strange about you. Probably nothing good beating when I'm cured. As for all of this about your parents, well, they were weirdos, no denying it. Well, it's better off without them, in my opinion. As as for all they got mixed up with these wizarding types, just I expected. Always knew they'd come to a sticky end. I remember having a going to church with a certain lot like that. Won't say who. I don't actually remember. But it was a certain church. 
Oh, I'm not supposed to get political. My bad. But in the moment, Hagrid jumped. Oh, uh, in the moment, Hagrid leapt from the sofa and drew up a battered pink umbrella from inside of his coat, pointing at Uncle Vernon like a sword. He said, "I'm warning you, Dursley. I'm warning you. One more word: I'm in danger of being spared on." Ah, <laughs> uh, apparently I'm dyslexic too. In danger of being speared on the unknown umbrella by a bearded giant, Uncle Vernon's courage failed again. He flung himself against the wall and fell silent. That's better, said Hagrid, breathing heavily and sinking back down on the sofa, which this time sagged right down to the floor. Harry, meanwhile, still had a lot of questions to ask. Hundreds of them. But what happened to Vol- Sorry, I mean, you know who. Good question, Harry. Disappeared, vanished. Same night he tried to kill you. Makes you even more famous. It's the biggest mystery, see? He's getting more and more powerful. Why'd he go? Some say he died. Cod's wallop, in my opinion. Don't know if he had enough human left in him to die. Some say he's still out there, buying his time. Like, I don't believe it. Some people who was on his side came back to ours. Some came out kind of trances. Don't reckon they could have done if he was coming back. Most of us reckon he's still out there somewhere, but lost his powers. Too weak to carry on. Something about you finish him, Mary. Something going on that night you had to count on. I don't know what it was. No one does. Something about you stumped him, all right. Hagrid looked at Harry with warmth and respect blazing in his eyes. Harry, instead of feeling pleased or proud, felt quite sure there had been some horrible mistake. A wizard? Him? How could he possibly be? How could he possibly be? He spent his life being clouted by Dudley and the bully by Anthony and Uncle Vernon. If he's really a wizard, why didn't they turn into warty toads every time they tried to lock him in his cupboard? He once defeated the greatest sorcerer in the world. And Dudley had always been able to kick around like football. That's football isn't like a soccer ball because this is a British book. And the British are weird. Hagrid, he said quietly, quietly, I think you must have made a mistake. I don't think you can be a wizard. To your surprise, Hagrid chuckled. Not a wizard, eh? Never made things happen when you was scared or angry? Harry looked at the fire. Now he came to think about it. Every odd thing had made his aunt no furious with him had happened when he, Harry, had been upset or angry. Chased by Dudley's gang, he suddenly found himself out of their reach. Shredding the going to school with a ridiculous haircut. He'd managed to make it grow back. And the very last time Dudley had hit him, hadn't he gotten revenge without even realizing he was doing it? He said the bow can shoot on him? And he looked at Hagrid, smiling, saw Hagrid was positively beaming down at him. See, said Hagrid, Harry Potter, not the wizard. You wait. You'll be right famous at Hogwarts. Uncle Vernon wasn't going to give in without a fight. Have I told you he's not going? He hissed. He's going to Stonewall High, and I'll be grateful. I'll be grateful for it. I read those letters. He needs all sorts of rubbish, spellbooks and wands. And if he wants to go, the great mother like you won't stop him. Growled Harry. Stop the Lillian James Potter's son going to Hogwarts. You're mad. His name's been down ever since he was born. He's off to the finest school, which crossing river, 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 river
He's going to the finest school of witchcraft and wizardry in the world. Seven years there and he won't know himself. He'll be with young wits, youngsters of his own sort for a change. And he'll be under the greatest headmaster Hogwarts ever had. I'll be still, I'm not going to some... I'm not paying for some crackpot old fool to teach him magic tricks. Yelled Uncle Vernon. When he had finally, he had finally gone too far. Hagrid seized an umbrella and whirled over his head. Never, he thundered. Insult Albus Dumbledore in front of me. He brought his umbrella swinging down to the arrow, pointing at Dudley. There was a flash of violet light, a sound like a firecrack, a sharp squeal, and the next second Dudley was dancing on the spot with his hands clasped over his fat bottom, howling in pain. When he turned on his back on them, Harry saw a curly pig's tail poking through the holes of his trouser. Uncle Vernon roared, pulling Petunia and Dudley into the other room. He cast one last terrified look at Hagrid and slammed the door behind them. Hagrid looked out, down at his umbrella and stroked his beard. Should have lost my temper. I get that, honestly. Like, I've lost my temper a few times. Heaven knows what I'd do if I could get my magic to be like that. No, I'm just reduced to um simple spell. I'm thankful for that, but like, so. I can only do simple spells. Where was I? Should have lost my temper, he said ruefully, but it didn't work anyway. Meant to turn him into a pig. I suppose he was so much like a pig anyway, there isn't much left to do to him. He cast a sideways look at Harry under his bushy eyebrows. Be grateful you didn't major that to ring when it Hogwarts, he said. I am not supposed to do magic, strictly speaking. I was allowed to do a bit. To follow you and get to your letters to you and stuff. One of the reasons I was so keen to take on the job. Why aren't you just supposed to do magic? asked Harry. Oh, well, I was Hogwarts, at Hogwarts myself when I got expelled, to tell you the truth, in the third year. This after you one and a half and everything. But Dumbledore let me stay on as gamekeeper. Great man, Dumbledore. Where were you expelled? It's getting late and we've got a lot to do tomorrow, said Hagrid loudly. Got a kit. Get up to town, get all your books and that. He took off his thick black coat and threw it to Harry. You can keep under that. Don't mind if it wriggles a bit. I think I still got a couple of door mice in one of them pockets. And that ends episode four. I gotta get to bed. Might record one last episode or not, but next time I see you, or next time you hear me, it will be uh, Diagon Alley, chapter five.